So we're reading from the writings of Baal Sulam, page um, introduction to the book Panim Meirot Umasbirot, item 11. You can find the study materials on Svivatova and on the Arvut system. And you can also ask questions. Selected questions will be asked during the lesson. So, item 11. According to these words, our eyes have been opened concerning the words of Rabbi Simon Midrash Rabbah about the verse, Let us make man. These are his words. When the Creator came to create man, he consulted the ministering angels that they were divided into sects and groups. Some said, let him be created. Some said, let him not be created. As it is written, mercy and truth met, righteous and peace kissed. Mercy said, let him be created for he does acts of mercy. Truth said, let him not be created, for he is all lies. Righteousness said, let him be created, for he performs righteousness. Peace said, let him not be created, for he is all strife. What did the Creator do? He took truth and threw it to the earth. As it is written, it is cast down truth to the earth. The angels said to the Creator, Why do you disgrace your seal? Let truth come up from the earth. As it is written, truth shall spring forth from the earth. This text is perplexing all around. One, it does not explain the seriousness of the verse, let us make man. Is it a counsel that he needs? As it is written, deliverance in the heart of a counsel. Two, regarding truth, how can it be said about the entire human species that it is all lies, when there's not a generation without Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Three, if the words of truth are earnest, how do the angels of mercy and righteousness agree to a world that is all lies? Four, why is truth called seal, which comes at the edge of a letter? Certainly, the reality exists primarily outside the seal. Is there no reality at all outside the borders of truth? Five. Can true angels think of the true operator that his operation is untrue? Six, why did truth deserve such a harsh punishment to be thrown to the earth and into the earth? Seven, why is the angel's reply not brought in the Torah as their question is brought? We must understand these two conducts before our eyes, which are completely opposite. 
These are the conducts of the existence of the entire reality of this world and the conducts of the manners of existence for the sustenance of each and every one in the reality before us. From this end, we find a reliable conduct in utterly affirmed guidance, which controls the making of each and every creature in reality. Let us take the making of human being as an example. The love and pleasure are its first reason, certain and reliable for its task. As soon as it is uprooted from the Father's brain, Providence provides it a safe and guarded place among the beddings in the mother's abdomen, so no stranger may touch it. There, Providence provided with its daily bread in the right measure. It tends to its every need without forgetting it for even a moment until it gains strength to come out to the air of the world which is full of obstacles. At that time, providence lends it power and strength, and like an armed, experienced hero, it opens gates and breaks walls. Until until it comes to such people, it can trust to help it through its days of weakness, with love and great compassion, to sustain its existence, as they are most precious for it in the whole world. Thus, providence embraces it until it qualifies it to exist and to continue its existence onward. As is with man, so is with the animate and the flora. All are wondrously watched, securing their existence, and every scientist of nature knows it. There's, I see one question about that from Almata. Yes. About those loving, faithful people. We gathered here the ten of Almata, and we feel complete emptiness, lack of understanding. We're praying for one another for a long time, and we can't feel the greatness of the Creator. What should we do so each one of us will feel this taste, this greatness of the Creator, His presence every day in the tent? Only to connect between you and make yourself smaller where you are towards the Creator, nothing else. That's basically what you need to do in practice. No, as... 
Мы чувствуем пустоту друг друга. Мы каждый день молимся друг за друга. We feel the emptiness of one another. We pray for one another. What still has to be there? The man for the friend that will always have confidence. If you pray that way, you will achieve our root, and in the vessel of our root, you can attain everything all the way to the end of correction. PT 19. Good morning, all friends. He's actually speaking about perception of reality here, right? So. He says that we have to understand those two conducts before our eyes and those opposites in them. That's one question. So what opposites is he speaking about? On the one hand, the Creator makes sure that all of reality will be sustained and developed and so on. And, and he loves and cares for it. And on the other hand, he develops it by a whip and and blows. And then he says they don't have a right to exist without suffering first. Yes, that all progress, because they're all from a will to receive, the advancement can only happen by the blows, that they'll feel bad here and here and 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 how to do this and that and that's the only way they rise so there's no ability to advance without the blows well it depends on how you receive the blows and on what level if a person's already prepared and one shall help his friend then they can help each other learn from each other and then it could just be a little sting oh Ouch, a person could could say and, and correct all of creation like that. What are blows in spirituality that we learn about? It's the sense of the will to receive that's opposite to the Creator. Thank you. Okay. No more. No more questions. Go ahead. On the other end, When we regard the other, the order of existence and sustenance in the modes of existence of the whole reality, large and small, we confused orders, as if an army is fleeing the campaign sick, beaten, and afflicted by the Creator. Their whole life is as death, having no sustenance unless by tormenting first, risking their lives for their bread. Even a tiny Lice breaks its teeth when it sets out for a meal. How much frisking it frisks to attain enough food to sustain itself. As it is with it, so are all, great and small alike, and all the more so with humans, the elite creation, who are involved in everything. No questions. Italy 4. Grazie, Rav. 
in questo particolare periodo del nostro sviluppo spirituale in this period of our spiritual development e qual è il di questo mondo what is our task in this world we develop from the will to receive from literally zero and then more and more will to receive unfolds and in it we discover in it we reveal reality and that's how we evolve generation after generation meaning stage after stage different stages until we come to a state where we feel that we can develop in a special way through connection between us and not connection so as to receive more in order to receive but so as to attain a desire with an intention to bestow meaning our desire remains but we install on it an intention to bestow and that, and then we begin to grow in intention that's basically our work and our development Moscow one. Okay. Moscow one. Thank you, Rav. There's a feeling that there is an like a double action in our work. You didn't even have a second to thank the Creator for getting everything from Him. We just take everything into the connection without scrutinizing too much. This is incorrect. Everything that we receive, we can't determine whether it's good or bad before we examine the phenomenon, the new desire, a new, new incident inside the ten. And if it's for the benefit of the ten, we continue with it. And if it's not for the benefit of, of the ten, we get rid of it. That's all. All right. Okay. How can we check because we still get everything through our vessel reception? Doesn't matter. We connect to ourselves whatever new phenomena we have and we see whether they help us hold the ten for more time or intensity towards the Creator or not, as much as we can. We're not demanded to do more than we can. And thus we advance. H10. No, 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 enough, enough for you. H10. 
You said that we can shorten the time of suffering if you only get a small pinch and go on. So what does it mean to shorten it, that it's just a pinch and I can advance? About this, it writes, the fool sits in his own lap and eats his own flesh, meaning we don't need to sit and eat ourselves up. Rather, as quickly as possible, process each and every state in in a, how to put it, in a practical way, in a purposeful way. And that's how it works. I didn't understand the answer. How to process it and what direction exactly? Direction of connection. Each and every moment, I think about the connection between us. If I leave the intention of connection between us, my scrutiny is already false and egoistic. That's understood? Yes, thank you, love. That's it. If you leave that, you're already out of the ten and not in the right direction and nowhere. Kiev too. It says in the excerpt, if we speak about humanity, it means that the human is the created being with the greatest ego and it's only up to the human to correct himself only him he has to correct himself and then everything that's under him all the forms of life of still vegetative inanimate will also become corrected all right. Okay, where are we, Moshe? Item 12. Not before? We finished 11. Uh-huh. Okay, go ahead. So 12. We discern two opposites in the ten spherot of holiness. The first nine sfirot are in the form of bestowal, and malchut is about reception. Also, the first nine are filled with light, and malchut has nothing of her own. This is the meaning of our discrimination of two discernments of light in each patsuf. Opening me in our light and all makif surrounding light, and two discernments in the kalim in the vessels, which are the inner vessel and the inner light, and the outer vessel for the surrounding light. This is so because of the two above mentioned opposites, it is impossible for two opposites to be in the same carrier. Thus, a specific carrier is required for the inner light and a specific carrier for the surrounding light. As, however, 
they are not really opposite in holiness, since Malchut is in a zivug, in a coupling with the first nine, as its quality is of bestow too, in the form of the reflected light, as written in Panimeot, but the Sitra Achra, the other side, have nothing of the first nine. They are built primarily from the vacant space, which is complete form of reception, on which the Tzimtzum Aleph, the first restriction, occurred. The root remained without light, even after the illumination of the line reached inside the records. For this reason, there are two complete opposites compared to life and holiness. As it is written, God has made one opposite the other. This is why they are called dead. It has been explained above that the whole issue of the restriction was only for the adornment of the souls concerning the equalizing of their form with their maker, which is the inversion of the vessels of reception to the form of bestowal. You find that this goal denied from the perspective of the Parzufim of Kedusha. Since there is nothing there of the vacant space, which is the form of Gedlut, greatness, of reception, over which was the restriction. Hence, no correction will happen to it, as it does not exist in reality. Also, there is certainly no correction here from the perspective of the Sitra Acha, although it does have a vacant space, since it is completely opposite and everything it receives dies. Hence, it is only a human in this world that we need. In infancy, he is sustained and supported by the Sitra Acha, inheriting the vessels of the vacant space from it. When he grows, he connects to the structure of Kedusha, of holiness, through the power of Torah and mitzvot to bestow contentment upon his Maker. Thus, one turns a complete measure of reception he has already acquired to be solely arranged to bestow, in that he equalizes his form with his Maker, and the aim comes true in him. Is that clear? The the excerpts are very juicy. They There's a lot in them. Is it clear what they say? Otherwise, ask. We'll clarify, maybe read again. doesn't matter. As long as you understand a little bit of what's happening here. The way he writes here, he doesn't write in the same style anywhere else. And it should be relatively clear. All right, let's see PT3. How does the spiritual structure of the Parzuf solve the issue of the contradiction in reality. What contradiction? 
that on one hand sustaining reality is a failure but existing is a success what he described by the restriction screen and reflected light that's how he both differentiates and connects can you explain how it solves those two opposites in one the will to receive and the upper light are opposite by restriction and screen they make connection in the action where they aim towards connection and to benefit each other the creator towards the created being and vice versa me and my beloved my beloved for me and that's how they work and what was lacking in the structure that wasn't in restriction screen and reflected light so it can't do anything opposite nothing besides receiving and even that it can't receive because there's a prohibition on that he still writes that there's first nine in the Paltzuf and Malchut that has nothing so how is that solved? No, that is in the Potsuf because the Creator already directed the Potsuf to work that way. That there's first nine Sfirot and then there's nothing in Malchut. But in order to balance the Malchut with the first nine Sfirot, so that it's a vessel of reception for the first nine Sfirot, so the Malchut is given an opportunity to rise by reflected light from herself to the first nine Sfirot and build within the first nine Sfirot to the influence of the Creator, build her Kli there too, which is the ninth field of reflected light. And then the ninth field of direct light connect in the ninth field of reflected light, and they come to a coupling and connection and expansion of one inside the other. So what does it feel with all the emptiness that was in her? She feels that now she can bestow with all her might to the Creator, and the Creator accordingly can bestow to her. And as a result, they have adhesion. And where is the emptiness in this state? There's no more emptiness. The emptiness played a role before there was a connection. So why does he write that the two opposites can be in one place? They neutralize each other. What you you don't understand? I think that the whole spiritual patent is that they can be in one place. Depends on what, what opposites you're talking about. The will to receive and the will to bestow. In the will to bestow, they can both connect where each actually makes room for the other. So, the more they want to bestow to each other, they open. They also open their lack for each other. Well, we'll think about it more and then talk about it. Almata 1. Rav, if I understood correctly, there's a restricted Malchut and the first nine. And those first nine are neutral until the Malchut can return that light. Once it can return the light, she instantly sees them as bestowing. 
Right. So until it happens, as long as she didn't give the light back, so she and her first nine are opposite of the, of the creator. They're not connected to it. So it turns out that everything depends on Malchut and not the first nine. Right. It's not exact what you're saying, but it's correct. It's correct. Kiev. Yes, dear love, in the last excerpt we read that a person starts from smallness in the sitracha and then in greatness he already builds the intention to bestow and resembles the creator. So what is this process? How do we reach from smallness, greatness to equivalence of form with the Creator? Until you have restriction screen and reflected light, you are only filled by a very thin light that sustains you and grows you and develops you in a corporeal fashion. And throughout the generations you advance that way and you absorb various impressions through the corporeal world until you come to a state where you begin to be ready for spiritual development. That's how it is. The Gadlut is speaking about here that we reach equivalence of form. The gadlut that we begin to develop from a point, we call it a point in the heart, and we begin to develop it through mutual bestowal in the ten. And each ten is like a black dot, and we begin through our participation, through our efforts with the Creator's help, we begin to expand this bestowal between us more and more and more until we begin to grow that way. Asia. Good morning. Thank you, everybody. Love. He writes that in the restriction, a place was made for the Sitra Can you explain that? No. We'll, we'll learn that later. That's already about the shattering. It's not, not for now. Kabu 3. Kabu 3. Thank you, Rav. I was not sure that we understood, uh, that's why we're asking you. If the ten sefirot of Kedusha are opposed to Malkut, which is only reception, then there is no possibility of uniting them, right? By restriction, screen, and reflected light, Malkut connects to the first nine sefirot, and then they become ten sefirot, potsuf. PT-19. You mentioned it, but he writes that two opposites can't be in one topic unless there's an additional cause. So who is that additional cause if it's impossible? I don't know where it is. 
I don't understand where is that. It is impossible for two opposites to be in one place unless there's an extra cause that will yes. be involved. Yes, there has to be something in between them. Between them. Because one is receiving, the other one is bestowing. There are two opposites. They need to reach a state where they are both bestowing to each other. What, the Creator isn't there in the middle? Involved, but he's bestowing. So what? He's involved. But I can obligate him to do the work between the opposites? He can't do the work in two opposites. You have to be one of them. And how will he be involved? He follows your request. I see, thank you. Moshe, continue. This is the meaning of the existence of time in this world. You find that first, these two above opposites were divided into two separate carriers, namely, Kedusha, holiness, and Sitracha, the other side, by way of one opposite the other. They are still devoid of the above correction, for they must be in the same subject, which is man. Therefore, the existence of an order of time is necessary for us, since then the two opposites will come in a person one by one, meaning at a time of katnut, smallness, and at a time of gudlut, greatness. Again. Yes. We have Moscow 1. Правильно ли так подходить, что именно правильно... Is it right to approach this in a way that the right, correct connection is the source of the right intention? It's the opposite. The right connection comes out of the right intention and not that the right intention is a result of the connection. Okay? Alright. Maybe we'll move to Tess. Yes. Yeah.